Hey, Josh. Hey, Cameron. Have you heard about uh, that guy, Kanye? No, who's that? He's a jackass. <laughs> I haven't liked anything he's done since uh, since college dropout. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle kind of likes Jesus, but I'm not a big fan. Oh, it's, it's a fucking a... Obama impression. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Cameron, I have no idea what you're saying right now. I don't know what you're talking about, Josh. <laughs> this is my this is my normal voice. I am Obama. <laughs> I don't know who Cameron is. I haven't met him yet. I've well, heard good things. Obama, I didn't see you standing there. When did you come in here? I just snuck in. Wyatt, let me in. Wyatt, we talked about this. Are we not allowed to have Obama on the pod? Oh, no. no, Wyatt's not allowed to let Obama into the house without our permission. He's like a vampire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Obama can you only... invited him in, Wyatt. Now he'll never leave. Obama can only come into your house if invited in. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome well, back, everybody. I like to think that's how elections work in general anyway, you know. But hi. Hi, everybody. I'm glad, Welcome. To, glad to see you. Uh, so, first and foremost, we have a sit-in on this pod. Uh, not an official guest, because we are not that well-prepared, so we don't have a mic or headphones for this person. But uh, our friend Sunshine is here, and she's going to she's gonna sit in on this pod recording. Hi, Sunshine. This is the start for us to have a live audience yes, for li- these recordings. Live studio audience, yeah, bro? bro. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Okay, Wyatt just passed over the mic. Sunshine, say what up. Hello. Hi. Very nice to have you here. Very excited to yep. uh, to have a sit in. I I figured it would be fun to kind of give a behind the scenes to uh, some of our friends, and no, hopefully no. we can have some uh, some good interjections. You know, we'll see. We'll see. So, what have you been up to, first and foremost? Uh, coaching, man. Uh, dude, I'm so glad to be back in the gym and just coaching and gymnastics and stuff. Because I know we mentioned it a couple times on the like past pro- pods, um, but yeah, dude, just. Been busy as fuck, honestly. Uh, word up, I understand. Dude, because, yeah, with my actual job, and then obviously now I'm coaching on top of that, and then this is basically a third third job, dude. Like, busy, but man, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Feels it feels good. I've been nonstop busy. I had a wedding that I went to recently. Yes, yeah. And uh, then I started officially my new job as well. So Yes, it has congratulations. Been, oh, thank you very much. It has been... Uh, extremely chaotic for me as well, uh, just because we've been wanting to diversify some content. Yeah. And I'm still not making steady paychecks. So uh, hopefully whenever those come rolling in, we'll have some new content rolling out. Yes. Yes, we got plans. We we got things in the, in the ledger. Yeah, absolutely. Do. So I do have a few things that I've been up to as well. Perfect. Uh, just super brief stuff, but I do want to mention them. So first things first, Overwatch 2 came out. Yes, yeah, oh. you, you've, you've talked about it several times, yeah, actually. Yeah, because it's <laughs> goddamn amazing. I, uh, yeah, I never played the first one, so I don't know. You definitely need to. I yeah. think that game came out, God, 2015, I believe, 2016. Uh, and Overwatch 2, it's still kind of busted, which is hilarious because they've been teasing the game for so long. I'm like, God damn it, fucking Blizzard, just fix your game. See, and I was going to say, like, that is, like, fun. Uh, unless you're a sweat, and you know me, anytime I do anything, I sweat. You know what I mean. So we'll have to play some because yeah. it is a very fun game. Uh, they're still working out a lot of the kinks, which is just so odd to me because it is essentially just like a very large patch to the original Overwatch, and they made it free to play. But 
Yeah, really, it's free yeah, to play. Yeah. Why haven't I? Why haven't I played it already? They have a battle pass now, so Ugh. that's it's not required, but it's goddamn amazing. I know, but like the moment there's like a battle pass or loot boxes, you got go, me. I'm I'm sold if there's a battle pass involved. Well, I know you are. How much money have you spent on Fortnite at this point? Uh, I would say we're easily in the quadruple digits. Uh, I would maybe yeah. at like the two thousand dollar mark on Fuck. Fortnite. Yeah. And you haven't even been playing that that long, have I've you? I've played it for about a year. I think Fuck. I started in December. God damn. Yeah. That's like the old That's Kanye wild. tweet where he's like, can you guys help me budget this? And it's like, gas, $60 a week. Groceries, $300 a week. Uh, Fortnite skins, $2,000. <laughs> you, I... I, I... I never saw Kanye tweet that. I didn't know that's where that originated, but I saw several memes. I think it is just like, I don't know if he actually posted it or if it was originally a meme, but But it doesn't matter. I want to actually talk about Kanye because, dude, interesting guy, and I don't really know how to take him. I I don't watch, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of stuff from him, and you're obviously immediately very energetic about this. Um... But yeah, like interesting guy, funny as fuck. Okay, like so, under the radar. Okay, okay, kind Josh, of funny. Josh, Josh, Josh. He's hilarious. Yeah, uh, and I, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna cut I can you tell. off. I'm gonna cut you off just because of a very recent development, actually. Okay. Uh, because up until this point, he's been in and out of controversy. Some of it, I would say, unwarranted, just because he's mm. kind of a doofy guy and he is also very bipolar so i think he just has very bad manic episodes i will say something on that but go ahead yes so he, he's very mentally ill and i think that sometimes he lets that get the best of him but uh very recent development because that does not excuse behavior you already i agree know, you yes, already know that we, I we discussed that this but can i just interject right here real yes, quick this is very like, important though so this will be a short fine. interjection and this hopefully. is a very short interjection um i just i don't know if he is actually mentally like like unhinged or anything i just feel like he's a normal guy who's dealing with a lot of like stress of like like being infamous josh he wrote an entire album about being bipolar uh i've never i need to listen to some kanye apparently (laughs) this is uh, okay hip-hop corner with cameron this is like episode three of hip-hop corner like kanye is like some like he's a name that everybody says i need to listen to but go ahead he's fantastic my big thing about his music before we go too far into the recent developments with him. Okay. But the thing about his music is that uh, even if you're not a fan of him as a person or even a big fan of hip-hop, uh, none of his albums sound the same. Yes, and that's, that's a, what I've heard. That's a huge reason why I recommend him because you can kind of get a feel for the vibe of each album by the first few tracks, so you're not missing out on a ton if you end up not liking an album. But... You can ask a lot of different people, and most of them will have vastly different answers whenever you ask them their favorite Kanye album. We've discussed this, yeah, and you're right. I, I like when we were discussing this, I asked like five or six different people, and they all had different answers. Yeah, and pretty I, impressive. Yeah, uh, mine is probably Life of Pablo. That's one of my favorites because it yeah. feels very experimental. It's a longer album, and it also came out at a time in my life where I was just, I think I was like perfectly primed to listen to Kanye, you know? Uh, but in more recent Kanye news, this is, uh, this is very important before you come up with any solid thoughts on him. Uh, okay. he, he's been very anti-Semitic for the no, past, yeah, for the really? past few weeks. Really? Like, like how anti-Semitic are we talking? So we're going to talk about him being unhinged because if you follow him on any social media, you're automatically going to know that he is 
essentially a stream of consciousness poster. And right now, because of how, I don't know, I guess because of the different circumstances in his life, he's been very uh, on the defense and offense in his life because he recently came out with shirts uh, that said White Lives Matter. I did see that. Yes. I did see that. And honestly, I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's funny, too. More than anything. And I think that he meant it more sincerely. Yeah. Or either that or he is a world-class troll, right? No, I don't think so. Because... I think he genuinely meant it. I mean, either way, uh, it's very funny because he called, regardless of your thoughts on it, right? This is kind of the backstory to everything. uh, He called the Black Lives Matter movement kind of like a scam, right? And... I don't even have any thoughts on that. I think that the guy is just really good at generating controversy, uh, whether it's intentional or otherwise. Uh, but very recently, there have been a lot of uh, other artists and people that have been texting him, and he's been posting that on his social media, right? Uh, very recently, Diddy was texting him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and essentially, he was saying, like, nothing but love for you. We are just worried about you, and we don't want you doing what you're doing, right? Regardless of how you feel about the situation, I think that's a fair thing with someone or for someone with a different perspective to say, okay? But then, this is where it gets interesting because Kanye was essentially implying to Diddy that there were, like, groups of Jews that were, like, controlling him. Like, they had Jews... Like, the Jews had Diddy in his pocket. Can you pull that up, Wyatt? I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. It's a whole thing. He's been, uh, he's it. been. I don't know if it's temporarily or permanently banned on several social media platforms for Probably. this, because he's also been saying things that can be very easily interpreted as threats towards Jewish people lately. <laughs> and I'm like, this is oh, this not is a great bad. look, Kanye. Yeah, and that's where it kind of comes back to mental illness is not an excuse to say whatever the fuck you want, no matter how manic you may be. Because I do genuinely believe, based on everything that I've seen and heard, both from Kanye and his loved ones, he is very sick. You think so? Josh. Yes. Unequivocally. Like, it's not like, oh, he's he's just dealing with a lot with fame and everything. No, No, I get it. Like, he's very sick. (laughs) Okay, so, I think I saw, like, a clip of him doing an interview with, like, Fox or whatever, and, like, whoever that dude is. Was it the one where he had a beard? I don't know. I don't remember. <sighs> it doesn't matter. It's it was, fine. I, it was recent uh, enough you, that they talked was a, about the White Lives Matter. If it was a Fox interview, it was with Tucker Carlson. That sounds right. That sounds right. Um, like I said, Kanye. I don't Moore, know. He bro. seemed very well-spoken in that, and I like it. He didn't look like he was, like, sick and, like... What he, does a mentally ill person look like, Josh? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, just jumbled thoughts, not able to keep a conversation going, I suppose. But I'm not a therapist, so I don't know. I, I like. Oh, man. See, I I've got say. you fooled. You're literally hosting a podcast with a very mentally uh, ill that's man. That's what I was going to say. Well, we're all varying levels of unhinged, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I guess I'm a very skeptic mind. Um, So why it's got the uh, tweet and stuff pulled up. So I'm going to look into it. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Obviously, like, it's hard to say because uh, obviously, like, I am not, uh, I don't, I'm not in the position that Kanye's in. Sure. Um, And I I don't know what his relationship is with, like, with Diddy or anything like that. I will tell you this. uh, If I was in his position and I was that famous and I, you know, whatever, 
like as mu- much of a trendsetter as he is, I would probably question everybody who like ever said anything to me. Yeah, but I'm not is saying literally it's healthy. implying that there is an organization of Jews that are controlling every single person in Hollywood right now. Yeah, but that's not no like, like that's not a new thing to say. <laughs> no, but the fact that he's saying it is very it. harmful, Josh. That's the whole point. I mean, I agree. It just I, I'm just gonna say that it's been around for a long ass time. Yeah, and do you not think that mental illness has something to do with that? Once again, it doesn't excuse whatever he's saying, but it's probably a lot of factors in his mind that are making him a bit more deluded than the average person. Yes. Did you read the the things? It wasn't an actual. It was just saying. It was it an article? Reader. Yeah, it was Man, basically what I you were saying. I can probably find a tweet. No, it's but fine. It doesn't, matter. It's, it doesn't matter. I didn't uh, want to dwell on Kanye too long, but I thought it yeah, was hilarious. Fine. This is the no, Kanye No, I think it's cast. hilarious. No. Welcome to Kanye yeah, cast. Yeah, apparently. Uh, you know, I, I, I hope the best for him and, you know, I, I think it's a a weird position to be in whenever you're that famous. Uh, I will also say that, I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't think, I don't think Jewish people are the people behind it. Um, there just happens to be a lot of really rich Jewish people. Hey, (laughs) correlation or causation. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. All the Jews out there love y'all. This is not, I don't think that you're controlling the world, just so you know. I will say that I think there's like a small sect of people. Yeah, shout out Jews. Not not Jewish people, but like I think there's a small sect of people who do control way more than they should. And like, we've talked about this. Yeah, we have talked about this. This is not. Um, this is not groundbreaking. Exactly. And like God, I said, did you know? I mean, and and again, like that's been a thing that has been around. Like people, like I mean, look at Mel Gibson. I mean, I think he was more just hateful, but like he he targeted the the Jews, like the Jews, uh, the Jewish individuals. Yeah, that sounded so like awful the way you I did. said it. it. I mean, Jews like because I word. don't mean it like that. Like, yeah, that's not a great way to say it. Well, it's so funny because you can put so much heat on the word Jew so easily well, and make it sound offensive, and again, even whenever you don't right. mean it that way. I agree, and obviously, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying it's it's something that's been said in the past, and yes, I do agree. Like, he's probably not the most healthy individual, but I don't yeah, think I don't it. think anybody in Hollywood is very like healthy to be honest i think it's just gotten to him more than other people you know based on circumstances outside of his control doesn't excuse his behavior kim kardashian don't say anti-semitic things kanye because Uh, i want to be in your corner i really do if you're listening to this uh but i mean i feel like kanye is a podcast guy you know yeah, probably. He probably listens he to a lot of podcasts. Consumes media in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he seems uh, like he's expanding his hope mind. The, hope he's the, listening to a lot of a, a lot of anti-Semitic rhetoric right now. <laughs> Kanye, listen to this podcast anytime that you feel the need to be anti-Semitic. Yes, uh, we'll hope, bring you down. Hope the best for you. Uh, love you. I don't know you, uh, but hopefully, like I said, hope the best. Uh, just no hate, man. Like, don't don't be hateful to anybody. You know. Word up. Okay, so one of the other things that I've been up to recently, or I guess that I did recently, uh, I actually went to a movie theater for the first time in a hot minute, and I went with Sunshine. Yeah, so it was uh, very, very fun. We went to go see Barbarian. Dude, that's been all across my feed. I know I probably just totally like blew out the mic or whatever, but... Yo, like, how was it? Okay. Uh, first, before I say anything about it, uh, Sunshine, I want your review in as few or as many words as you want to give. Okay, we're passing the mic back to Sunshine. Uh, please stand by. Mm, I don't like horror movies that much, I guess. Or I don't, like, watch them often. It was weird. Had a weird ending. It felt short and very long at the same time. But me, I guess it was 
good. Would you recommend me going to see it? Yes. Okay. I think it's worth, a, it's worth a watch, 100%. Okay. Uh, would you go see it again in theaters? Dude, I would buy it. I would see it in theaters if you wanted to watch it later. Like before it comes out on. 4K. Well, yeah, because yeah. like, I, I, it's, so yeah, is it something that would be better to watch in the the movie theater, or do you think it's necessary? I like the theater experience, and I actually really liked going whenever we did because it was whenever I got off work and it was like a nine fifty showing, right? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. dude, it was very nice because we got like top row seats and it felt like kind of watching it in a home cinema because there weren't very many people there. Perfect. It, it, that's the only time that I like theaters. I hate the home theater. Or I hope theater. I hate theaters. Me too. I and it's so funny because both of us like movies a lot. I know. And, and a lot of people really do like movies and they love like the theater experience, Ugh. right? Not me, bro. No, like I even like it. IMAX movies, I'm like not fucking worth well, it. Well, I've never seen an IMAX, so I don't have an really? opinion on that. Yeah, I need to. That's been on the list. I need to watch it like an IMAX. Yeah, but, I, I think you absolutely do. But, but here's the problem with that. I, but just real quick thing I'll say on IMAX is, uh, I just I want to watch something that is worth seeing in IMAX. You know what I mean? And I just I don't know. Okay, That's so it. we don't live in an area with an IMAX theater super close. Uh, one of the first. Uh, IMAX movies that I actually saw was probably whenever I was like 15-ish. I saw Batman v Superman. And regardless of how you feel about that movie, uh, it was very, very fun to watch in IMAX. It was definitely yeah. worth the experience. See, I think like at big blockbuster movies are going to be the ones that you'll want to watch. I was going like, to say. Uh, Top Gun would have been a really good one to watch in IMAX. Transformers is yeah. one that, that jumps <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. Okay, so I want to kind of circle back to Barbarian now. Yeah. So, first and foremost, you don't have to put the headphones back on, Sunshine, but if you were to give it a scale of 1 to 10 or a letter grade, what would you give it? Mm, letter grade... I guess an A. Oh. An A? Like a flat A? Yeah, like an A. See. Oh, okay. High praise. Yeah, and okay. Remember, Sunshine is not super into horror movies. Yeah. Like, she definitely covered her eyes at a few points in the Oh, end, really? In the movie. Was it like that? So... All right, I'm going to give my thoughts on it now as yeah. as a seasoned horror yeah, yeah, connoisseur. Yeah. I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it. Okay. It was very, very fun. Okay. And like Sunshine said, we actually chatted about this right after the movie. That movie's like an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. okay. Kind of short. Yeah. Uh, it felt like it was three hours long. Oh. But like in a good way. I get you it. Know? Yeah, like, yeah. it. It's like, kind of like Martyrs yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Because Martyrs is a 90 minute movie right around and it you're felt right. long and as it fuck. Feel like his, I remember the turning point and you're like, oh, it must be coming to the end and it just drugged Just, just kept going, kept yeah. going. So uh, it's the same idea for a different reason because it really did feel like so much happened in such a short period of time. Okay. Uh, and I have seen a lot of the praise for this movie. <sighs> I always really hate talking about other people's reviews of movies because it will always make me sound pretentious, no matter what I think about a Listen, movie. Listen, Cameron, you don't need to quote anybody else to sound pretentious. <laughs> you can do it all by yourself, okay? I know, it's, it's bad. I I get it a lot, it, and apparently it's just how I fucking talk. I know. Like, I, I have nothing to apologize for at this Oh, point. no, not at all. If you think I'm pretentious, I am. Suck my dick. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... I've been seeing a lot of the praise for this movie. Yeah. And it's definitely praiseworthy. Like, it's a very fun movie. Mm. But what I kind of thought about it whenever we were watching it is that 20, 30 years ago, not very long ago, this movie would be considered a cult classic. And oh. what's what I think is kind of happening 
And I'll use another example. Excuse me. I'll use another example very shortly to kind of emphasize my point. But I think that, quote unquote, weird horror movies or horror movies with more outlandish premises are becoming more mainstream, mainstreamly adopted, commonly adopted. There you go. Uh, They are kind of breaking through to more mainstream audiences instead of, ooh, scary doll, ooh, haunted house. Speaking of which, me and my wife have been watching Annabelle Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm not a huge fan of the Conjuring series at all. And I didn't realize how much my wife doesn't like horror movies until we started watching it wow i'm shocked knowing your wife that makes a lot of sense to me i was totally surprised really yeah like i don't know because i mean dude we used i mean i guess this isn't really that that big of like a horror movie but like we would literally marathon the saw movies like every single october you know what i mean so like, a lot of people like those movies even if they don't like horror though because well, i don't really consider it horror yeah but... kind of scratches an itch though yeah you know but uh yeah, anyway, I was going to say a big testament to what you're saying about, like, the uh, outlandish things being more, ma- like, commonly adopted. Malignant? Or, like, no. <sighs> Man, okay. Well, Malignant's great, but I was going to say, like, fucking look at uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. Another strange film. Like, still, it's more tame, but, like, you and I have, like, a lot more diluted like tastes in terms yeah. of that. I mean 10 years ago that movie wouldn't have gotten made not in the same way anyway oh, not with the as big of a budget yeah. or with as big of a name or company as like exactly. Marvel and Doctor Strange because yes, I agree for a very long time a lot of the villains in Marvel movies and comic book movies were made like more quote unquote realistic like I remember whenever uh, the Fantastic Four sequel came out and uh, they made Galactus just a giant cloud or a space cloud yeah and I was like he's literally that. a dude that has he's a giant dude that eats planets. Like exactly. make him that. That's yeah, cooler. Exactly. But it's fine. Uh, I'm gonna circle back because I did have a point that I wanted to make about Malignant. Yeah. This movie felt a lot like Malignant uh, because I like that already. Yeah, man. and I knew you would because I would say Malignant was my favorite horror movie of the year that it came out. I think it was last year, mm. or the year before. I can't remember which, but either way, one of my favorites that came out that year, and this felt like that in the sense that for the first oh, man. 30-ish minutes, it felt very much like a standard horror movie. Yeah. And then after that point, it... Just takes a turn. Well, it subverted it. it, Wow. Words. Hard. It subverted expectations in a way that didn't feel forced, you know? Because there are certain movies that do the thing where it's like, oh, the the twist will shock you. And it just doesn't... And then it does a twist that doesn't even make sense or... Or it just isn't even a twist. Yeah. Or you've seen it already, right? And you're like, that wasn't anything And this one didn't even feel like a twist. It just felt like it became... And I think Sunshine can attest to this. uh, About 45 minutes into the movie, I was like, oh, they started playing a different movie in this theater. Like, it literally became a different movie. I like that. It was very, very cool. I need to watch it uh, and see. We'll watch it. Uh, yeah. But I can recommend it highly, even okay. if you're not a big fan of horror. But I would say it reminds me very much of, like, a malignant basket case style movie where you think you know where it's going, and it kind of gives you hints in that direction without making like it a red feel herring. forced. It's like kind, a red herring. Kind of. Yeah. But at the same time, this is one thing that I actually really liked that it did. Uh, in the first 30-ish minutes of the movie, where it kind of did feel like what I would consider like a standard like take on like maybe a home invasion or uh, maybe even a haunted house, right? They did a thing where they made everything 
be unsettling, not because it was like trying to lead you in that direction, but because the whole premise, without spoilers, is that uh, two people rent out an Airbnb, but they do it separately from each other and like on two different websites, right? And they don't realize that their bookings overlap, right? So they have to spend time in the same like Airbnb. And two strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make it very uncomfortable, but in a more, <sighs> without sounding like every other film bro, they made it more grounded. Because okay. the interactions, they're not necessarily spooky, but they're very uncomfortable. And uh, it's, like it's very, very It makes you feel the social anxiety. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, and it, the whole point is that the girl gets there second, and it's a dude that's already in the house, right? And they actually do talk about it. At one point in the movie, they address like the right, fact that it's like, it oh, is. a dude. Like, if it were reversed and it was a guy coming in second, right? Would the girl have let him in? And she was like, absolutely fucking not, right? So I like stuff like that in movies where it was aware enough of itself without feeling like it was winking at the camera every ten minutes, you know? Yeah. So it was very solid. Right, yeah, we'll I just wanted to, to give it. a quick review, but I would say I would give it like an A, A minus. Cool. Well, we'll have to go. We'll have to watch it, and then I'll give my opinion on it. Maybe we'll make an actual review on it or something. Yeah. Uh, one of our other friends, uh, Yaire. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, Hi. She actually said that she would love to do some sit-ins with us. Ah, perfect. Whenever we do start doing some film content, filming content, I should say. Yes. She said we should do like drunk movie reviews. <laughs> and she said she would be so down to do that with uh, us. She says that until we're pausing it every five minutes, cracking jokes and fucking laughing ourselves. She already tears. knows what to expect. She watched Evil Dead with us the other day. True, but we really were not that bad. We, we, I, dude. yeah, we just didn't start the movie for two hours. <laughs> True, fair enough. We literally fair enough. started the, we started in the living room at like 10 o'clock, and we did not start the movie until like 11 30 midnight, yeah. right around there. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, uh, Barbarian, great movie. It's been showing up. I've been avoiding everything, so I need to watch it. Yeah. Go watch it. Uh, it, it's very fun because it's weird. You don't know where it's going, even if you think you do. And it, it's just fun. Like, it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, it's got some good spooks in it. It's got some good scares, but it's also just fun. Like Malignant. Yeah. Well, and I got to say, like, horror movies are fast becoming, like, my favorite, like, films to watch. I'm just... Because, like, anymore, it's... Well, now I have the excuse that it's October. Uh, but, like, now whenever I go to, like, watch a, a movie or anything, I just want to watch, like like a horror movie or something fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> just give me something fucked up. Just give me something fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're fun. It is. It's and just fun. Whenever you, know? you find good horror movies, which everyone has a different metric for good. Sure. But you and I have a very similar metric. Yeah. Uh, I think we just care about like the love that went into it. Exactly. It doesn't always have to be the scariest movie. It just has to be fun. Which, and again, my I think my favorite horror movie, or at least like, top three top five like because i'm trying to think there there's a few that i really really like and like right now i gotta say number one has got to be hereditary i knew you were gonna say that dude and yeah you know that i've been wanting to watch it again now that it is october but man i gotta say just one like again the care and like the love that was put into it and the shots are amazing but it's also just very unsettling like i still man like that ending scene, and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, sticks with me, bro. And it's funny because it's, so it's, good. it's not even particularly like disturbing, but at the same time, it's, it's, pretty, it's haunting. There you go. Because Which is still pretty disturbing, man. It is in a way. It just leaves you with like this weird, 
existential dread, like pit of your stomach kind of thing, where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be okay after watching this. I need like a cold shower. Yeah, which is weird because it's definitely not like the worst thing we've ever watched. Yeah, as far as content shown on screen, exactly. absolutely not. But it's still like, I don't know, man, that, that film has really stuck with me. Because I'm trying to think, we watched The Sadness before we watched Hereditary, right? I can't remember the order, honestly. I can't either, but even though, even then, like... I, I love the sadness, which that's, again, top three. You know what I mean? That's got to be one of my favorites. I would say it's in my top three as well. Top yeah. five horror movies, one of them. Top three, Because top it's five, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, another movie, highly recommend. Don't watch if you're squeamish. Squeamish. Because like, I was talking about it at, at work today. Well, at the gym, because I, I coached today. And I was talking to one of my coworkers, and we were talking. She was like, oh, I love foreign films. You're like, oh, do and, you? Oh, that's exactly. I was like, oh, really? So do I. <laughs> I was like, oh, I do too. I could imagine like, like your eyes lighting up, you know? And then I was like, and then I was like, yeah, but I feel like we're not talking about the same kind of foreign films. And I straight up told her that. And I, I brought up, I, I referenced The Sadness. And I was like, it's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. It's a Taiwanese horror movie, right? It's Taiwanese. Taiwanese. So good. And I told her, I was like, I should show you the text my sister sent me after she watched it. Because, like, I mean, she talked about it. Like, we, we texted back and forth a little bit about it. But it, it basically boiled down to, I kind of wish I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and that movie is goddamn brilliant. Just because wonderful. There's a lot of brutal shit shown on screen. Oh, yeah. But once again, it's also kind of about the idea. Yeah. Like, the, the entire premise of the movie right it, you're just like oh that's icky right because the plot essentially revolves around two people a couple yes. that are trying to reunite in the middle of taiwan experiencing a virus that yes. shuts down certain parts of your brain and essentially makes you act on all of your worst impulses yes and whenever it, they say worst inhibitors whenever they say worst they mean the worst yeah and it is tough to get through just because of that yeah idea yeah no it's awful and like and yeah like you said the whole idea of it and like man just thinking about that because i mean everybody has intrusive thoughts you know what i you know and and letting those win bro scary uh -uh. fucking terrifying i mean i know that's like a big uh point of anxiety for you you know what i mean absolutely and my the void is always calling me doesn't matter where i am the call of the void yeah great movie we should watch that again i think we we should well it is october exactly that's what i was thinking and i'm really glad that we decided to kind of go down this rabbit hole because rabbit hole rabbit trail i think it's rabbit hole it's a rabbit hole yeah, it's yeah. Right. down the rabbit hole. Yeah, like with Alice. Exactly. Yeah. In this in this bag of fish. Yes, <laughs> there's a bag of fish at the bottom of the rabbit hole. Exactly. Mm, yum. Mm. Okay. Uh, if we get to it fast enough, we can make sushi. I love sushi. Rabbit sushi. Mm. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am glad that we decided to kind of follow this path, just because I'm a huge horror movie nerd, yeah. and it's the perfect time of year for it. Yes. You know, like we can talk about this all year round, but yeah, I. I think that that's a great that this is a great time to do it. No, yes. Wyatt, what's your favorite horror movie? I'm thinking. Okay. Still thinking. Sunshine, what's your favorite horror movie? I know you don't watch them very often. And then I'll I'll tell you mine. Mm. 
I don't know. Okay. You can do it. Wow. Thank you for Great. riveting shit. Great. Uh, well, I will tell you this. So, like, I have... So, obviously, I said Hereditary is, like, number one right now. But still, like, my favorites, I have two. Okay. Number one is fucking Silent Hill, the original Silent Hill, dude. Classic. Dude, Classic I love... Like, and honestly, like, that's just one of my favorite movies to watch in general. The last time that I turned that movie on... I had a girl over. Oh, I made it through about 20 minutes of that movie. So nice. Yeah, yeah, super dope. We fucked. But anyway, <laughs> no, yeah, I uh, I remember very little of it. Well, and I love everything that I've seen of it because it is oh, you've a never... wonderful movie. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I Bro, own it. I own that we movie. We have to watch it cuz like I love that movie. Like any time of the year, I I will throw that. And like and that's kind of it's kind of fucked up. I think that shows a lot about like who I am and like why it's like why it's an us thing because like that's one of my comfort movies. It's a great movie. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, Silent Hill 2 Awful. and uh, a lot of things about it. It's terrible. They Wait, you mean the game or are you talking about the movie? <laughs> the game. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I should have specified. Yeah, because I was talking about the movie. Yeah. The, yeah. But the game itself, Silent Hill 2. Yes. It, uh, whenever I am bored and it's kind of gloomy or I'm like tired even, I will actually put on uh, a lot of things on YouTube pertaining yes. to that game because it's i would consider it a comfort game for me it's so good and like that's a really good game and yeah i've played it and i watched a lot of like videos on it as well but it's actually kind of funny because like out of all the movies that i've watched in my entire life i gotta say that i think the original silent hill fucked me up when i was younger bro i can imagine no dude because i remember like and i remember (laughs) because the premise alone (laughs) is rough no i know the scene that like fucked me up dude because like i I don't know how old i was i was young way too young to watch that movie okay and i remember because we were watching it as a family Mm. so it was like it was me my mom my dad and my sister right why i because we i because i don't think my parents read the back of the movie who suggested that i dude i i could not tell you but we i remember we made it to the end and if you don't know it's the barbed wire scene have you seen it like do you know what i'm referencing i don't recall it's fucked up and like i mean i don't really want to spoil it for you but it's like a 20 year old movie or it's coming up i don't want to spoil it for you i I, you know what i mean like i want to watch it with you and i like this like so anyway it doesn't matter what happens on the screen but it's really disturbing and i was like i don't know man i don't even think i was 10 years old yet Okay. I'm looking up when it came out. Yeah, I Yeah, but anyway, I was I swear I wasn't even like 10 years old yet. And dude, I remember it's the church scene with the barbed wire. And I I remember I was so fucking traumatized by what I was seeing on the screen that we were sitting on the couch, right? And literally I fucking jumped up, I turned around and I just buried my face into the fucking cushion I was sitting yes. on, dude. And then, yes. like, and literally, I was, like, I was crying. I was freaking out. And my mom literally had to scoop me up and take me into the other room until it was over. Oh, this is good. If, Save this for the childhood trauma video dude, that we can make. It's, honestly, but such a good movie. And I love it. And, like, oh, God. And, like, I don't know. I feel, Maybe that was a big turning point for me. And, like. Oh, dude. Well, okay. Man, such a good movie. Uh, Keep that energy really quick. Yeah. I will circle back to this after you tell us your second favorite yes. movie yes. for horror. But yeah. uh, I actually do have something that I can mark as a turning point 
in its jaundice. Uh, <laughs> it's it's actually funny because it has to do with horror, yes, video game stuff, yeah. and turning points in my life. But yeah. first, I want to hear your other favorite sure. scary movie. Well, and yeah, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. But I just cannot think of any other time in my life that like fucked me up like that, bro. Like that, I remember that. Uh, second one is. Hellraiser, and I know they just made a remake of it, so we need to watch that. It's supposedly pretty good. That's too. what I've heard, but I've been kind of avoiding everything. But the original Hellraiser, so like, because I I got on that train a little bit later. I was older. I was an adult. You know what I mean? I don't know how old I was. Uh, I think I don't know. I, it was after I got married, so I was I was twenty something, twenty one, so somewhere around there, around okay. early twenties. And like obviously, you you know we I've seen some some pretty messed up movies and stuff like that. But like Hellraiser is in my top list because one I love the 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 concept behind it. It's so good. So and, good. And Pinhead, just classic and just so memorable. Wonderful, iconic, uh, iconic horror yes. movie antagonist. Yes, I mean it kind of sucks what happened to like the 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 series, but that happens to anything that like exists for that long and makes that many spin-offs. Literally but the same thing happened to Halloween until it, recently. Friday the 13th. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Halloween's redeeming itself. And see, I haven't seen the new one. Halloween remake, very good. Yes. Halloween Kills. Sunshine and I actually talked about this as well. We need to watch that then, I guess. Uh, Halloween Kills is very fun. The dialogue feels like it was written by an eight-year-old. Okay, but and it's it, whatever. Usually it's not very noteworthy to me, but in this movie it sticks out like a did, sore did take away from the fucking dick. Oh my god. It literally I'm like, I'm watching this movie on mute next time. Like that's oh, how bad it really? was. Yeah. It's bad. Okay, well now we have to watch that. Honestly, for other because it got pretty decent reviews. Like yeah. a lot of people really liked it, and the kills are actually some of my favorite cool. in the Halloween series, which makes it so much worse because it, yeah. I'm like Fuck! I really want to like this movie, you really know. Tragic. But the dialogue literally feels like it was like a stage play written by like middle schoolers. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about so, that more yeah. later. But uh, Hellraiser, anyway. Well, uh, yeah, is hopefully redeeming itself as well with this new movie. Yeah, which I'm we'll excited. see. Well, because you haven't seen it yet, I'm assuming. Then no, absolutely. Cool. We'll I wouldn't to, watch we, it without you. Cool. I was gonna say I was kind of hurt that you went and saw Barbarian without me. To be honest, but like that's okay. I wanted to do something spontaneous. It's fair. No, yeah. I'm not like yeah. Uh, but Hellraiser is only a little bitter about that one. It's a, yeah, it's okay. I'll get over it. Uh, but uh, yeah, like the original Hellraiser, I was a young adult, you know, tw- early twenties, and it actually made me really uncomfortable. Like, if, if, don't you again, love whenever a movie can have an impact yes! on you? Whenever you're an adult, and I think that's why I love horror movies so much because I love seeing shit that like you just you like you go, like either because this, this happened whenever we watched hereditary like you know i, I watched it over at your house so it wasn't in the theaters or anything but i literally like i didn't even have music driving home and like that's a good little drive to my house it's like 20 minutes and like the whole time you're just, just thinking silence, about silence bro and i love that the first I time that i that. watched that movie i know i've already told you this story but the first time that i watched that movie uh was with two of my friends at the time and i remember we literally just sat in silence for about 10 minutes afterwards. Like, literally, we let the credits roll. God. We didn't even look at each other. We, we were all so shit. impacted by it. And I, I was like... I love that shit, dude. Yeah. I love that shit, man. Okay, so... Uh, first quick, of all... Did Wyatt come up with his uh, favorite horror movie? Sunshine, you better come up with one, too. Yeah, you, ha- you guys have to have one. Yeah, so um, as a matter of fact... My favorite horror movie is my least favorite horror movie. Yes. Yes. That's, that's good. That's, that's how, how it should be. go. Yeah. Um, 
It is The Nun, simply because... Oh, see, I haven't watched it. It is. It was the first horror movie I watched. I was actually horror, and I watched it in theaters. Oh, poor I, Wyatt. I legit had nightmares <laughs> for... I would, I would like... Well, I've had night terrors before, and I would wake up, and The Nun became my night terror demon for like months that's i would wake awful. up and have sleep paralysis that's and she'd awful. be walking around the room it, it wow all right that's pretty so fucked up. that's pretty fucked up okay okay Honestly, that's i was good. gonna say wyatt you're literally such like a pure creature because the nun did not come out that long ago and you are a grown yeah, man yeah which and i love yeah but then as soon as you said that it was your like sleep paralysis demon that actually makes more sense yeah. i think i would be a little bit more horrified of the nun if that was the case for me as well well and you want to know a fun fact about that cuz i've been watching a lot of videos like like exposés i guess or whatever you would call them i uh, do want to know a fun fact but let me tell you something first okay silent hill the movie came out in 2006 damn yeah. really just so just so you know so damn that, that cool yeah, that, that is a while ago. And, man, I really wonder, because, like, do okay, because now I'm doing, like, the, the math in my head, because, like, my parents got divorced, like, shortly after that, like, after we watched it. So it must have been a new movie out. Jesus so I must have I must have been, like, eight years old when I watched that, bro. <laughs> I was, like, fucking eight. What? Mom, yeah, Dad, bro. what were you doing? Absolutely no. not. No. Okay. Well, so- actually, also, thank you. Uh, But fun fact, uh... <laughs> Thank you, but what the fuck? Yeah, no, for real. Like, holy shit. Um, okay, tell me your thing now, and then I have some, I have some fun stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, gonna, and, we'll, and then, then we'll have to wrap this up really quick. Uh, but, so, uh, like, the scary thing, and this, I don't know if, like, this might be a reason why you got so freaked out by it, Wyatt, but The Nun is actually a depiction of a, a demon named Valak. Which is from like the uh, the like Solomon's uh, fucking you know Solomon's temple, yes. like King Solomon or whatever, and how he like he conjured up like seventy two demons and sure. like built up like well that's like that's the the book Solomon's uh, Lesser Key of Solomon. The, thank you, thank you. Oh my god, I couldn't think of that. The Lesser Key of Key of Solomon is a uh, is basically a notation of a whole bunch of different demons with their symbols and how to like summon them and everything. Yes. and the nun is actually Valak, which is like. I want to say, like, because, like, in the, the Lesser Key of Solomon, there's, like, six or seven different, like, types of demons, which there's, like, the, a president, a king, and a, a fucking... A president? Yeah. There's a prime minister demon. No, 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 just president. Um, it's, it's just... And, like, a herald. It's Justice Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a picture of Justin Trudeau, and it's just, like... But it, he's doing blackface. <laughs> and it's also, like, it's, like, his, his symbol is literally just, like, the Canadian flag. <gasps> It makes sense, uh, but yeah. So, fun fact that like that's actually based off of a a, a real well, depending on your beliefs, uh, a real demon and yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's based on something historical, at least. Yeah, historical. There you go. Okay. Very interesting. First yes. of all, thank you, Josh. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna circle back a little bit. First of all, sunshine. Favorite horror movie? Go. Probably Train to Busan. Oh, Train to Busan. That, I haven't watched that. That was yet. like one of the first movies I ever watched where like at the end, it, I it fucked me up so much. I could not stop crying for like five, Ooh. like 10 minutes, like after the movie ended. Whoa. After. See, and like Train it to Busan, is that one you've told me about? It's like, that's a name I know. It's a South Korean zombie movie. Oh, 
Yeah, you definitely know about it. Yes. I know that one, too. Yeah, we need to watch it. Okay. I would love to, to, especially during this spooky month. Yeah, we, we we need to watch a lot of movies this month. I mean, fucking always, right? Yeah, true. We got such a list. So speaking of which, is something that you'll appreciate. Because whenever I was talking to my associate uh, about uh, like foreign films, I brought up RRR. You know, triple R. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I was like, hey, we need to learn. Like he, my, like my guy, like my buddies, we, I do a podcast with are like, we need to learn this dance. Oh, dude. And that I movie. Sure. Okay. And for what, context. Yeah. Probably one of the best Bollywood films ever. Oh. And there's a goddamn brilliant dance sequence. There's a it's lot of them. Good. But it's, it's, it's good. probably the best dance sequence at like a wedding or like a party, uh, like halfway through the movie or, or so. And it is so much fun. I want to learn that dance. So, and the reason why I brought it up is because obviously we're talking about foreign films and she referenced a, uh, a movie that she loves as a Bollywood film. And I, I don't really, Bahubali is what it's called. I don't know if you're, you've heard of it. I'm not familiar, but she recommended it. Super well-versed in Bollywood movies. Yeah. I mean, me neither. Uh, but she, she recommended it highly. And I was like, Oh, check out. This is the dance. Like my, like my buddies want, wanted to learn, and I showed her, and he, she was like, oh, Bahubali, that's the guy in Bahubali. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, for I context. You'd that. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. So, for context, anyone curious about this dance, look up the triple R Nacho Nacho dance. You Spelled literally. Two A's. I promise you, how I found it is literally all you have to do is RRR dance scene. And it'll be the first fucking thing. It may be one of the most impressive dance sequences in a movie it's damn ever. damn good. And it's a great song. It's a great song. Fantastic. Very catchy. Yeah. Like, I would listen to it. I do listen to it outside of, like, the movie, you know? Like, That's just commi- in my personal That's life. That's commitment. It's just good. It's a it good song. Good. It's good. It's fantastic. Okay. So, we're going to circle back now. Thank yes. you, Sunshine, by the way, for just I, being here in yes. general. And also for your contribution. But uh, we're going to talk about the thing... That probably made me who I am today more than most. Like, this is one that is very, very notable, okay? Dead Space. Dude, I love Dead Space. Like, that is probably, like, my second favorite gaming franchise. I love the fact that you have so many definitive lists of things. You know, you're like, this one's my 83rd favorite, It's my second favorite. Well, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, But I... Found out about that game probably whenever I was like eight or nine. Could yeah. not have been any later in my life. And one of my older cousins at the time was playing it at his house. Okay. And this was during like a gathering. So there were several people around, but this was like that's... in like the den. This was like the den area. Right? Okay. So people I was were like, just that's kind of... not something you play at like a party or no, something. No, but he, he had like checked out. Like I my family it. was uh, just kind of hanging out still. It was a yeah, little bit later it. in the night. And yeah. He was hanging out with one of his friends, you know, like just like you do whenever you're a teenager, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, but. I go in there, and there aren't very many people in there, and I see this shit, and I'm like, what are you playing? And he's like, oh, it's Dead Space. And I was like, well, like, what's what's it about? And he gives me, like, an actually very well-documented case. Space of, zombies. It, well, no, 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 no. He was like, oh, there's this thing called the marker, and oh. it like, can change your genealogy. And remember... I was like eight or nine, right? And I was like, this is probably the scariest shit that I've ever heard of. And I remember very vividly, there's a scene where Isaac Clarke, the main character, is walking through like the medical bay. Yeah. And there is uh, a human that has not been turned into a necromorph, the monsters of the game. 
and she has like a medical saw, yes. right? And she yes. slashes her own throat with yep. it. Yeah. And that's essentially the part that I walked in on or like very close so after we saw good. it. And I don't think anything has scarred me that much to this really? day. Just because that was one of my first, uh, I guess, experiences with suicide in horror where it's like sure. so unbearable that you literally just check out, right? Yeah. But after that, he was using at the time too. I remember he was using like the saw weapon that you get, oh, right? Oh yeah, and he, the bus cutter, the, the necromorphs, yeah. the necromorphs running towards you at top speed, and that could have been bad. It's Josh just spilled, or no, I, Josh just tipped over a, an empty coffee can. Yes, but uh, the necromorphs running at you at top speed with like their distended yes, arms, right, so and like their like good. their head that's like not even on their shoulders properly like just so fucked up the it's visuals so good, and man. now that we live in the year 2022 we're yes. getting a fucking ground Which up remake of I'm that game so damn excited and i i don't think i've been this excited for a game in dude a very long time uh so everyone already knows if you've listened to uh one of our previous episodes that my birthday is on january 22nd and that game comes out five days after my birthday in Dude, 2023. I'm so excited. So I think for like a little birthday recording sesh, we're going to have to play that game. Oh, 100%. Because I mean, we were already talking uh, about in like our future endeavors, we wanted to play Dead Space. But yes. now I'm like, we got to fucking well, play that and remake. I, I own all three. So it's like we couldn't, yeah. We, so we can make though. plans. But, dude, but yeah, I love very formative Dead Space. because I remember this is kind of the wrap up to my story, but uh, very formative because I remember literally for the Bro. entire rest of the night like driving home and stuff thinking about that game see and i can think of multiple different like scenes in that game that if you were like seven or eight years old that dude would just fuck you up they're ingrained in my brain still to this so day good, pretty much man. everything that i saw at that time was ingrained in my brain and well, that to this day is since we're talking about favorites today that is absolutely one of my favorite video games period yes like it's just Goddamn brilliant. I don't know. And just that, like, that era of survival horror, because, I mean, I'd throw Resident Evil 4 on there as, like, one of my absolute favorite games. Most people would. It's fantastic. It's so good, dude. I've still never played it, but I know pretty much everything about well, it. Well, they're making a remake of that, too, bro. Exactly. We have a lot to play through. Yes, which I'm so excited. But, anyway, yes. Not too shabby. We talked about a lot of spooky stuff. Yes, which we'll probably probably talk about more. But <laughs> absolutely, yes. I feel like even if it's off pod, we have a lot of spooky stuff to cover in our own lives, and we have a lot of spooky movies to get through. Spooky season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. For the most no fuck you. Uh, for the spookiest movie that we have to watch because we actually started this. Uh, God. Uh, two three weeks ago now we started this movie. But we didn't finish it because we wanted to watch it with Wyatt. Oh, uh, shit. Four spooky movies, Wyatt. Oh, my God. We have to watch uh, Borat. <laughs> yes. One and two. Borat. Because Josh and Wyatt have never seen Borat. Yes. Now Josh has seen about 45 minutes of the original, but we yes. still have to watch Which, uh, the second one, too. We'll, we'll talk about that more later, but ahead of its time. Oh, it, brilliant to this day. But yes. uh, I would say anyway. in our Halloween marathon, that may be the scariest thing that we watch. Yes. Okay, Wyatt. Click that goddamn button. <laughs>